0: Gamers, welcome to the Dad Gamers podcast. I'm your host Bob Rayhart, otherwise known as Flank on Xbox Live and PlayStation. That's spelled F L A N K K E. If you want to follow me there, uh, let me do a few tidbits of news, uh, video game news that just came across my desk. Uh, one of the first things I saw was is that Nintendo, specifically uh, Smash Brothers, is taking a look at backing out at the Evo tournaments. Now, these are the online Super Smash Brothers type tournaments that they have every single year. And because Sony has acquired the esport venture, uh, the question is, will Nintendo actually still allow Super Smash Brothers to be played there? Even though so they're gonna be more Sony focused. Uh, IGN did receive a statement from Nintendo. Nintendo said, uh, Nintendo has enjoyed engaging with fans at past Evo tournaments and wish the or- show organizers the best with their new venture. We will continue to assess Evo and other opportunities as we plan for future online and offline Super Smash Bros. tournament activity. So it looks like they may be backing out. So for any of you dad gamers out there that follow the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate uh, tournaments, it looks like the Evo tournaments may not happen anymore. Uh, that's unfortunate too, because uh, those were a big, big deal. Uh, speaking of other big deals for you, dad gamer Batman fans out there, it looks like Gotham Knights has been delayed until 2022. That's right. So Kotaku, uh, about a few hours ago, came out and said that Warner Brothers Montreal had announced Gotham Knights had been delayed. They said the reason for delay was is that they wanted to get Things right. They wanted to work on things and get a better, more meaningful game. Now, this is the Batman game that was going to be an open-world RPG. Uh, It was done. It's being done by Warner Brothers Montreal, which is the same studio that did the uh, Batman Arkham Origins game, uh, which was the prequel to the you know the Arkham trilogy game. So it looks like that the Gotham Knight game will share like a lot of the gameplay similarities. So if you liked the Arkham trilogy, you're probably going to love this uh, Gotham Knight game. So with that being said, it looks like Gotham Knights is now not due out till next year. The only good other thing that they've said is that it will be on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and also available on the PC. So as long as all of that still lines up and they get it quote-unquote better and right. We should see Gotham Knights hopefully mid 2022. Okay, dads, one of the other things I want to talk about is there are the now the 2021 nominees for the World Video Game Hall of Fame. I know that a lot of these games that are, were nominated this year are games that the you dads out there have definitely played. I have the list here. I'll go over them here. Uh, Let's see. We got Animal Crossing, the original Animal Crossing on the GameCube, like the first GameCube Animal Crossing, like where you had the house and that was it. You didn't have (laughs) anything else. Then they have Call of Duty, like the original PC version by Activision and Infinity Ward Call of Duty, Farmville from Facebook, FIFA International Soccer, which looks like the Sega Genesis version, Guitar Hero from PlayStation 2. Mattel's football which Mattel football when I say that it's literally like a little handheld game like back in the 80s handheld Mattel football game. Microsoft's flight simulator is on nominee on the list. Pole position of course. Uh, We've also got Starcraft from Blizzard. Do you remember Starcraft on the PC way back in the day as well as Tron and where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. Portal also was another one that actually made the list for puzzle games. So all of those games are going to be nominated for the World Video Game Hall of Fame for the Strong National Museum of Play. Now, if you are a fan of any of those games, which I know some of you dad gamers out there are, clearly, especially the Call of Duty, maybe the Microsoft Flight Simulator, hell, even StarCraft, or who knows, maybe possibly Farmville. If you would like to vote for your favorite game, for the World Video Game Hall of Fame, I am going to have the link available in this description of the podcast. So if you look in the description of the podcast on your phone, you should see a link that allows you to click on it and you can vote. And you can vote once a day on their site. Now you have until the end of March, March 31st, to get all of your votes in. And then uh, they will announce who will be inducted into the Hall of Fame on May 6th. So we will, we will see. Now, just as to uh, tell you guys uh, what was previously involved. Now, keep in mind, this Hall of Fame only came about in 2015. So it hasn't had a lot of video games inducted just as of yet. In 2015, Doom was inducted. In 2016, Grand Theft Auto 3 and The Legend of Zelda. In 2017, Halo made the into the Hall of Fame. 2018, John Madden's Football, Final Fantasy VII. And, of course in 2020 King's Quest Minecraft also made it in and oh I almost forgot 2019 we were looking at uh, Mortal Kombat and Microsoft Solitaire So it's it's a grand variety of games like there's an entire different like vari- like huge variety there's no specific one type of a console game or PC game or board game or anything like that these are all specifically video games that you can play it doesn't matter the system whether it be Atari computer, um the old retro consoles anything like that so if you again if you want to vote for one of this year's nominees and i'll read i'll list them again real quick the nominees are starcraft farmville where in the world is carmen san diego microsoft flight simulator call of duty animal crossing portal fifa soccer tron guitar hero And did I miss one? Did I miss one? Did I miss one? No, it doesn't look like it. Okay, so again, the link for voting will be in the description of this podcast. So just go into the description, click on the link. You can vote once a day, and you have till the end of March to get your votes in for the Gaming Hall of Fame. So that's very interesting. But the big topic of today's conversation on our podcast is they just released the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. It's a four-hour on HBO Max. I want to say Marathon of DC games goodness. Uh, I watched the entire thing. I thought it was absolutely amazing. It's a completely different story. So know that, Dad Gamers, when you're going into it, don't look at it like, oh, this is the same Justice League, but like the director's cut where they add like, you know, an extra scene or something. No, 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 don't think that at all. This is a completely different story. There are some scenes that are identical. I'm not gonna like lie to you, but the storyline itself, completely different. The tone, completely different. In fact, it's way better. Um, I was actually, I was hooked. I thought I would maybe watch like an hour of it or so. And then like, you know, try to break it up or whatever. I ended up sitting through all four hours in one shot. So be that as it may. I want to talk about movies on this podcast for just a second. Because uh, I have a list here of movies that were spo- that were video game based that unfortunately we will not see. These were canceled video game movies that were picked up, whether the rights were picked up or something, and uh, unfortunately they were shelved, but I'll get I'll get into it right now. I a whole list of them. We'll start with Wheelman. Now, Wheelman came out in 2009. It had, the movie was had several delays. It was based on the video game with Vin Diesel, uh, the Wheelman video game. The movie that was supposed to come out was supposed to be a direct sequel, but as it stands right now with Vin Diesel's career at the time, with the Fast and the Furious movies, that started picking up and trending, and he started getting into doing a lot more movies, and so unfortunately, them making Wheelman, the video game, into a movie sequel to the video game, failed. It's considered, quote-unquote, dead in the water right now. Moving on to the next one, The Last of Us, which we all know should is is going to appear on HBO Max, it's gonna it's a show they're creating for HBO. It's a show. But originally it was actually supposed to be a movie way back in 2014. So this was before the Last of Us, you know, sequel came out and it was just gonna be based on the first game. Now, the show apparently is going to be based on the first game as well, with implements of the second game also put into it. So we'll see how that plays out. But that'll be sometime in the next, I think it comes out in April or May. But uh, it's going to be on HBO, so you're going to want to keep an eye out for that. Now, has anybody seen Sonic the Hedgehog movie? As great as the Sonic the Hedgehog movie was, there was a plan for a Sonic the Hedgehog movie back in 1994. So Sega had struck a deal with MGM Studios and Trilogy Entertainment for a live-action movie called Sonic the Hedgehog Wonders of the World. Now, this movie was going to have, the, just basically like the, the new Sonic Hedgehog movie has, it was going to have live action mixed in with CG animation. But this was back in 1994, so the closest thing would have looked like, I would assume, something like Roger Rabbit. With that being said, the theme and script of the movie was based on Dr. Robotnik and Sonic would come through a portal, show up in the real world, Robotnik would then build a theme park, and start turning kids into robot clones. And Sonic was going to be teamed up with a teenager that was going to foil Robotnik's plans. Well, this got delayed and there was doubt if they could even do the whole cartoon live action thing. So it got, I almost say got shelved, It got put on the back burner. It was It was presented later on. The screenwriter actually took it and presented it to DreamWorks and they were like, Now we'll pass. Uh, But moving on, speaking of animation, if you've played Secret of Monkey Island, you remember this one from uh, Uh, LucasArts, I think you should say? This one was a great little comedy point-and-click type adventure that was available for the PC. And it was back in 2011. There was a special collector's edition that had came out of the game that had an extra disc with it, which showed storyboards and concept art for the film. Now, the film was not going to follow the game to a T. It was actually a completely... The film was going to be a reboot of the story, using the same characters, mind you, the same the same characters, but just rebooting the story to be fresh and new for, for moviegoers. Well, it looks like since LucasArts was sold to Disney, and Disney decided, well, we're not going to put out a you know, Secrets of Monkey Island, that could go right up against Pirates of the Caribbean, so we're going to go ahead and squash that. So unfortunately, Secrets of Monkey Island was canceled. Back in 2005, Castlevania was optioned. Now, Castlevania got really close to be actually becoming a movie. It had a $50 million plus budget, and it was using, or I should say it had attached to it, the Mortal Kombat director Paul W.S. Anderson, and he was location scouting. Like, that's how far this got. Like, it wasn't a matter of, like, oh, it's a script. Oh, it's th- it's talked about. Oh, it's in, you know, it's in a bunch of boardrooms or anything like that. Like, he was already in, he was in uh, Hungary and Romania, like, location scouting. Like, looking for places to film Castlevania, the movie. The script was actually going to start in the 15th century Transylvania like an origin story, and they were going to actually use Vlad the Impaler, you know, the real life representation of Dracula, to start the origin story for Castlevania, and it was just going to kind of move through the years from there, and there was going to be a huge franchise, and there was this again, fifty million dollar budget. They were already planning it, and unfortunately, it, it just fizzled. Like they kept, they just tried, and it was like, you know, they kept moving forward, kept moving forward, and in a couple of years, so it kept on trying, kept on trying, and then in 2007, when the Writers Guild Association went on strike, that put a stop to everything, because the script wasn't completely 100%, and so when the writers went on strike, it sat and sat and sat, and by 2009, it had finally had been canned. So, unfortunately, we'll never see Castlevania, at least not that script. Hopefully, hopefully they do it. Now, We I know there's a cartoon on Netflix, I'm not, I'm not you know, not discounting that there is a cartoon series apparently that's really well on netflix but i'm talking about a live action film so let's hope that the cartoon does well enough for them to spawn another idea for the live action now in 2015 call of duty actually had gotten a script this this was done by scott silver who was the writer for joker he and he was planning on doing this call of duty where it was going to be basically the movie was going to follow one soldier I think the movie was probably going to be called Call of Duty. I was going to just follow one. It was a story of a single soldier. But everything kept getting delayed. Just delayed, delayed, delayed. And it was... The whole production got stopped in 2018. And then by 2020 was just done. In fact, he, I think he even told like an Italian... I think the, yeah, the writer told an Italian entertainment magazine... That in America, a lot of lots of movies just get stopped for no reason, and so we'll never know what the truth is behind what was going to happen with Call of Duty. They didn't even they didn't even cast for it, so I guess it didn't get very far. Uh, in 2005, Halo was a movie that was getting done. Now, you guys, you dad gamers out there might remember hearing about this in the news because Microsoft had made a script, like a spec script to be sent out, and they had dressed all the couriers that were going to deliver the scripts as Master Chiefs. And this was in the news, because they were all different Master Chiefs, went out in LA and started handing out the Halo script. Well, because of how how much the studios wanted for like to change, or for money-wise, and Microsoft wasn't budging on, on any of it. They were like, no, we're going to do it our way, or you're not going to do it at all. Well, they ended up striking a deal. With Universal and Fox, those two came together, and they partnered. And their original director was not available that they wanted, so they ended up getting Neil uh, Neil Blomkamp, who directed District Nine. I'm not sure I'm saying his name right, but he directed District Nine, and he had so many different ideas for the Halo series that was going to be a little bit rougher and look a little bit a little bit more harsher, and. The Universal Studios and Fox people were not happy with it at all. So they axed it. And it's gone into limbo for a long time. But now I think uh, we're finally going to get the Halo TV show uh, on Showtime uh, later this year. So that should be interesting to see. I know I've seen a lot of pictures already for it. So it's going to be, hopefully, it'll be amazing. Now, uh, one of the other films that everybody has been wanting for many, many, many years has <laughs> been Nintendo's Metroid. Now, Nintendo's Metroid was originally optioned by John Woo, director John Woo, who did Face Off, in 2004. And when, as he was doing it, uh, the script was being written, and they were putting everything together, but Nintendo, who had just came off the Mario Brothers from 1993, uh, was really apprehensive. Like super apprehensive about having anybody touch their characters or do an origin story or a backstory or anything like that because the Mario Brothers movie had done so poorly in back back in the day. So because of that wall they were hitting with Nintendo about the backstory of Samus and and Metroid and everything, the project failed. Like let's be honest, like Nintendo was pretty much like you're not you we don't we're not sure how we want to do it. We don't not you know we're not writing it. We're not we don't want you to do it. So it got. You know, it failed. Now, recently in 2018, a few years ago, Brie Larson, uh, you know her as Captain Marvel, had put on Instagram herself dressed in in a Halloween costume of Samus. And it drove, of course, all the nerds crazy. And she said that she wants to make that film. So hopefully that'll push something or maybe has pushed something forward with her playing or being part of the making of the next Metroid movie. We'll see. But again, 2004 was a long time ago. Now, in 2008, Universal Pictures actually picked up the rights to Bioshock. That's right, Bioshock. It was a, that gritty, like it was going to be dark and R-rated. The director who was originally hooked to it was uh, Gore Verbinski. He uh, directed The Ring and Pirates of the Caribbean. It was in development for years, like like at least a few years it was in development like, again it was struggling in 2008 because again that was the financial crash so you know there was lots of money trying to be filtered here and filtered there and right before like eight weeks prior to filming universal studios pulled the plug or universal pictures I should say, pulled the plug so literally two months prior to them starting going to start filming the bioshock movie Universal pulled the plug because they were apprehensive about having an R-rated movie that was geared towards, I dare say kids, you know, at the time, Bioshock being a video game. Now recently, because of Deadpool being an R-rated movie, also being the superhero movie, that has changed the tone for a lot of films to these, these days. So we may see a Bioshock film in the future, but I don't foresee. I think that game may have, maybe it's past, unless they come out with a new Bioshock, I don't, I don't foresee them doing another movie. One of the shocking ones that I did that did come across my desk was that roller coaster tycoon. Do you remember this game by Atari for the PC way back in the day? Super popular game. So much fun to play. In 2010, Sony Pictures Animation actually optioned roller coaster tycoon to be a movie. so it was going to be a cartoon movie. And the whole, the only basis, or the only information I have about it actually, was that it was going to be a theme park that came to life. Like, kids in the theme park were going to be able to be part of the theme park. It was going to come to life after hours when everyone left the park. And it was kind of like this little fantasy world, but there was no solid script on what was going to happen. So that, unfortunately, did not pan out. Uh, That would have been real interesting to see Roller Coaster Tycoon as a cartoon from Sony Pictures. So, in 2016 there was a sequel planned for Assassin's Creed. That's right, the Assassin's Creed with Michael Fassbender. The sequel was actually planned prior to prior to the first movie coming out. So they were already planning to franchise the Assassin's Creed movie ahead. But unfortunately, uh, when Disney acquired, uh, I think, part of the Fox franchise, they felt that the, uh, the box office... Numbers in uh, 2019 weren't very well for Assassin's Creed, so they, they axed the sequel fairly quickly. Uh, the one thing I do have information about it, though, is even though it was the Spanish Inquisition for the first one, the sequel was actually going to be based uh, in the U.S. in the 1950s. And that would have been more interesting, I think. Now, the final game that I have that was going to be made into a movie blew my mind, because I didn't, I didn't see it coming. This one was way back in 2007 by 20th Century Fox had bought the rights to The Sims. No, that's right, you heard me correctly. The Sims, as in the life simulator, the game that you lose hours of your own life playing. The producer, John Davis, who was uh, the producer for Man From U.N.C.L.E., was attached to it, and he, this is again, this is 2007, he was trying to move it forward. The idea, the basis of the script was two teenagers who find a game called Sims Infinity Pack. So it was, it was going to be two teenagers in the movie that played the Sims, okay? So this was a Sims movie of two teenagers playing the Sims, and their in Sims Infinity Pack would allow them to scan real-world objects into their game But then as they played the game, they would see that those objects that they had scanned were becoming affected by what played in the game. So it was going to be kind of like this magical Jumanji type situation where things that they would be able to scan into the game and make happen, like if their character, let's say, got like a million dollars, then, oh no, their bank account all of a sudden has a million dollars. So it was kind of like a wish fulfillment. And you can imagine how that would backfire and go crazy. And, of course, that was going to be the plot for it. Or that was going to be at least the the plan. So, uh, (laughs) unfortunately, this movie, the rights, 20th Century Fox had the rights. Like, again, they bought them in 2007 because The Sims was blowing up. And they actually held on to the rights all the way up until 2019 when Disney bought them. And as soon as Disney came in and bought 20th Century Fox they scrapped it they said nope we're not doing that we're not going to do the Sims movie forget it so unfortunately (laughs) as you as you now know we're not going to see ever uh the Sims movie or at least not that one as interesting as it would be okay dad gamers like I said I just want to keep this these episodes short and sweet something you can listen to on the way to work um in our next episode next week. And I'm oh, by the way, I'm also sorry this episode's a little late. I was having trouble with the internet, uh, but we're be we're up and running now. We're fine. And next week we will be announcing another winner of the $25 Xbox Live gift card. So make sure that you go to DadGamersPodcast.com, drop your email in uh, on the little the little write-in there. There's a little thing on the middle of the website you put it in It'll even pop up and ask you give give us your email that's all we need we don't need anything else just give us your email so that we can e- if you win if you're drawn then you we will be able to email you a code so next week again next week we'll be announcing so you want to make sure you get in you have to be you have to get it in before tuesday of next week all right dads okay so that'll be the end of our show for this time thanks for listening And uh, again, don't forget dadgamerspodcast.com. And you can also check us out at Dad Gamers on Facebook. We have our own private group there. Feel free to join. And Dad Gamers on Xbox Live. Okay, Dads, uh, I'll see you online.